everyone, and welcome back to the Veteran Growth Podcast. You're tuning in to episode 11, where I'll be talking to active duty civil affairs officer in the Army, Christopher Levy. And the reason I brought Chris on is he actually started his own company while on active duty. So it's going to be an interesting topic of discussion. We brought up so many good resources for veterans, uh, people starting businesses. Chris has some very good insight on how you can get started for yourself and what processes you might need to start your own company. We also get in a little bit to the subscription box services because that's what Chris's company is. So we talk a little bit about that process as well. It's a really good episode. I'm excited to present it to you. I do want to take a quick second to have everyone who's listening, please go check out our sponsors, Warriors on Track and Warriors on Track Pack West. Warriors on Track is a nonprofit that is veteran owned and operated, and it helps veterans get brain treatment. Now, the treatment is out in California, and so what these guys have done, they've created a basically an all-inclusive situation. So as you go and get brain treatment, you're also learning how to pit crew race cars, you get some driving time, and we also have events that they'll be participating in where you can come and get seat time behind the car. Uh, and you can also come and do pit crew events where we'll be involved in bigger races. So if you could, it would mean the world. Check out Warriors on Track. They are the sponsors of this show. And without further ado, hopefully you enjoy our conversation with Chris. This is the Veteran Growth Podcast, an audio experience designed to help you create a sustainable, wealthy, and healthy lifestyle after the military. For Army veteran and host Kyle Hartman, the goal is simple, never stop learning or growing. Whether you are recovering, transitioning, starting a business, or just want to grow mentally and spiritually, we have you covered. Together, this community can accomplish anything. We've already proven it. You can find more at www.veterangrowthpodcast.com. Please enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 11 of the Veteran Growth Podcast. And today I'm talking to Chris Levy, who... This is actually an interesting guest. He's obviously, as you heard, he's he's in active military, and he's also running a company. So I'm very excited to talk today. Chris, thank you for joining me on the Veteran Growth Podcast. How are you doing, brother? Thanks, Kyle. Thanks so much for uh, having me. Just doing well today. You know, glad we were able to connect and learn more about each other. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I am excited on a couple for a couple of reasons. Like I said, one because I want to talk about how it is to run a company. Uh, while you're active duty, and also, too, I wanted to talk a lot about the type of company that you're running. So for anyone that doesn't know Chris or what he's about, or if you didn't listen very well in the introduction, Chris is the founder and CEO of the Blue Frog Party Club. And so what that is, is, and and Chris is going to explain more, but it's sort of a subscription box service. Uh, I think we've seen a lot of these popping up recently. So Chris, how does it come about that you're active military and you just decide to one day start a company and start a company that is very unique at that? Run us through that. 
Yeah, so I think uh, we all have journeys uh, in life, and uh, they sometimes, you know, they diverge, sometimes they converge, and um, I guess it started about two years ago, I really started getting into podcasting, and just kind of like a lot of people do, they started listening to podcasts, started listening to, you know, kind of business slash life focused podcasts, you know, self-development, started listening to, to books on Audible and stuff like that on my way to and from work, <laughs> to, to and from base, that is, yeah. Fort Bragg. Which is where you're, you're still at Fort Bragg, right? I am. Yeah, okay. I've been here about four years now. I just slowly started becoming like more and more self-aware of myself and my capabilities, my strengths, my weaknesses, and I I realized that you know I, I really like challenges, um, which is probably why one of the reasons why I joined the military. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't feeling very challenged at the time, and I wanted to find something that was super challenging and something that I knew nothing about, and that's business <laughs> because I've been in the you know army like eight and a half years now, you know, commissioned right out of college, took zero business classes in school, you know, mm-hmm. never like been a day in the private sector and the idea of running your own business just sounded super daunting and like that sounds awesome like I want to learn everything I possibly can about the business world about the private sector about you know sales marketing all that stuff and the only way you're going to do that is if you start your own company and just try to put yourself out there so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I got into it that's interesting I think that for me, I wish I would have had that mindset when I was in the military and I got stuck doing something I didn't want to do or it just wasn't, like you said, wasn't challenging enough. My problem was I was too immature at the time. I didn't realize that I was capable of just doing anything exterior anyway, along with my career. It was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to be out of the military <laughs> to go do all these things. So it's very, not only is it a lot of work, I'm sure to be on active duty, but to also start a company that you have to learn about and grow and develop into. But before all that, I wanted to kind of even go back further to where, how you said that you got started and you found out that this is something you were going to want to do just by listening to podcasts. You, you made the, the statement that you're a lot more self-aware now, which something that's huge for me because it's sort of the same way that I got up off my ass and Right now, everything that I do in my life, this show, the companies I'm taking part in, you know, all the things that I do in life right now, aside from my nine to five, were inspired by, like you said, just listening to podcasts, reading books, um, studying, uh, researching things that successful people put out there or people that, you know, are are in a position where I want to be. So do you have any specific people that you would recommend to our listeners? I mean, do you have any books, any podcasts that you like, you know, it's like an everyday thing for you that you're obsessed with that you would want to put out there for our listeners to maybe check out too? Yeah, so I mean, I think once again, everything's a journey in life and my, my podcast and my self-development journey has, has fully evolved over the years. But I mean, you know, a great place to start is something like, you know, Tim Paris, just because he's the quintessential podcasting guru. I'm not talking podcast guru, but, you know, self-development guru, and that he's mm-hmm. able to amass this massive network of people that are at the top of their field. And so, you know, that kind of got me thinking, like, okay, I want to find something that I can be the expert at. Um, you know, in the military, we're, we're kind of these jacks of all trades. We don't have these skill sets that are, you know, specialized. And I mean, yeah, some people do, but uh, especially for an officer, you're definitely a jack of all trades, master of none. And 
I want to find something that I can be like, okay, I'm, I'm an extra at. That's kind of Tim Ferriss' podcast helped me start to think about that. And along the way, you know, I've, I've started listening to other podcasts. Uh, right now, I'm listening to Build Your Network by Travis Chappell, the great networking podcast. You know, his, his thesis is it's about who you know, not not what you know, which I think is a very powerful message. Yes. Um, also listening to uh, New Mindset by Kate Penny. He runs Pursuit, which is a great daily email that helps people stay focused on things that they want to stay focused on their pursuits of life. But yeah, those are just a couple of things. And as far as like books go, I would say the one book that really I probably reread once or twice a year is uh, Relentless from Good to Great to Unstoppable by Tim Metz River. Okay. Uh, it's just one of those mindset books that while you're listening to it, you're, you're in the zone, you're focused. And it's something that if I need to like, Rebalance, re put, put my priorities back in perspective. Then I'll just throw that on and start looking through because it it just gets me hyper focused on what I want to focus on on the things that are important to me when uh, when I throw it on. I love that. I am um, I, I I push and push and push for people to read more or to listen to things more or even just simply going on YouTube and watching somebody's vlog. But the concept is. Right. The, the way that technology works today is you literally have coaching and mentorship everywhere at your fingertips. You just have to be willing to dive into somebody's content that they've worked hard to build or to put out. So, like the proof, I mean, honestly, I can't, I'm blown away at how much I've gained just from reading a couple books this year that normally, yeah, you know, you'd think like, oh, that book, it might help me, great. But when you actually read it, you're like, wow. You know, I can't believe how much this actually is going to change my life. And, th- and then it just becomes addicting. So it's, I was really um, fascinated that you mentioned that was sort of what got the kick going for you to say, hey, like, I want to go do this. I want to try this. Um, and I love that you also said, like, you don't have a business degree. I know you are, um, you do have a few degrees, right? Or you do have a degree, but it's not necessarily like ha- like business related, correct? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, I have a, uh, a BA in international relations, which I, I like to call a BA and BS. <laughs> I'm really good at BSing my way into stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so, I mean, for anybody out there, like, that is one of the biggest things for this show, is just trying to convince you that you can do whatever you want, and, and it, I mean, you don't have to start a company, but you, heck, you can, maybe you want to do a podcast, anything you want to do, you're right. able to do so. How is it uh, with, We'll, we'll get into the company and what it's about and because uh, I want to talk about how you came up with the idea for the company and stuff, but how is it dealing with being on active duty military uh, and then also having to start a company? Are you using any resources out there for veterans? Are you, I mean, do you have any, any organizations that you're using to get help to learn the next steps? I mean, are you just kind of taking this thing on your own? How are, how are you going about making this successful? Yeah, so this is guy kind of go back to the theme for this whole episode is the journey. It's all about the journey. It's about growing right. and adding adding things as you learn about them or come to know them. And so I've thought, I've done it pretty much by myself up to this point. I mean, I've worked collaborate with some people and you know had some contractors and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's been pretty much me myself and I uh, mm-hmm. working on this thing. And I, I'm super grateful. I have a uh, amazing godmother who had a very successful career in PR and marketing. She's kind of been like my my sounding board, my business advisor, my mentor. 
and she's kind of that person I can always fall back to like hey does this make sense like am I head in the right direction with this and yeah. so I can't stress it enough like how important it is to not only have somebody that you can call and kind of just be honest with you but also provide you that support when your things like not just the business are going wrong but other things in your life are going wrong and they can kind of help you like refocus and reprioritize on the things you need to at that point because everything's a priority but it's a matter of what is important right now you know yeah. what you need to do right now or focus on right now that's kind of makes a difference it's definitely crucial to have like another set of eyes on the situation especially when it comes to business because as the individual we all know that our emotions affect everything even if we have control over our emotions it's always good to have like that second set of eyes who just sees the situation for what it is and they don't feel the emotions you're feeling so that way they give you just a different outtake on things to help like okay you know maybe sometimes you'll realize that what you were thinking about trying to do next wasn't right or this or that or whatever the case may be it's just like if you can find a mentor any shape or form do it <laughs> that's we covered that big on the last episode and you know, as far as like resources go yeah. the only other thing i would say i've done bunker labs they have like an online launch lab yep. which is pretty cool i was just gonna um, ask I you about that mm-hmm. i was gonna i was yeah that's what i think i was gonna ask you because i know a lot of these organizations that we've talked about on the show uh, we just talked about launch labs last episode as well with natalie but one of the things i was going to ask you is is there any difficulty being active duty are, are any of these places veteran only i mean or, you know do you have to be out of your service to be able to get these guys to help you or are they accessible so all the places i've, I've dealt with they're definitely accessible but it is absolutely challenging being on active duty and doing this full-time uh because the challenge is the business world runs on that nine to five schedule. Yeah. And uh, you're, you know, I know how that is. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, so you have to, like, you have to find creative ways to get stuff done when you can get done, like, at night and on the weekends. And you have to, you know, work with people and you have to try to get them to, to make exceptions and everything. So, kind of a, uh, a, I won't say like a one club, but a, um, an opportunity right now there's, there's not a lot out there that directly supports someone that's on active duty i think that's starting company which you know it's a very i think it's a controversial topic as well it's like yeah some people say you know okay well you're serving so that should be your primary focus but mm-hmm. i would say i mean you know having your own company there's no difference between that and wanting to get into amazing shape you know it's about how do you spend that time where are you pursuing outside of your job mm-hmm. That's interesting, too, to think about, because when you think about soldiers, especially like, I don't know what your plans are for the military, what your timeline is. But like, I know for like Charlinda Scales, who I talked to, she was in the Air Force and then her product just sort of like took off. I mean, it her company went, you know, and so she kind of had that she had to get out because it was like she needed to deal with her company full time. But then you also got to think, too, it's like. Like you said, what if people do want to pursue other things? I wonder if it would almost be beneficial to have something in place there for that, for, like you said, something that kind of works more with the active duty schedule, something where there's like a safety net there so your company doesn't fall out from under you 
you know when you get pulled right. when you get pulled on a six month deployment really fast or like you know hell even yeah. like a week long training exercise or something where you can't have your right. phone so that's I, I'm glad that you came on and I'm glad we're talking about that because I don't have a lot of people that have been on the show yet who are active duty in fact you're the only one I think that uh, is still active duty who who's pr who's been presently on the show. So, but either way, yeah, no, I think, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like the American dream, right? You have a house, you got a family, and then you have your own business. Yeah. And if that if that you know, I'm not saying that's American dream for everyone, but if that's a dream for somebody on active duty, there's no reason why they can't have that too. You know. With that being said. You have to absolutely know what you're getting into before you start it. And you have to come up with creative ways to structure your business. So kind of like you said, it doesn't fall out from under you. And there's so much technology out there right now and all these different applications and businesses mm -hmm. that can help you set up a business that runs itself if you do it right. Yeah, it really does just come down to laying that foundation and making it so that you just have to have a vision that you want things to run smoothly, and then it it, it will happen. You just have to build it to, to yeah. make it so that it will do that. Have you heard of the SCORE program? Exactly. The what? SCORE. Um, yeah, yeah. SCORE.org. I, I, I recommend that as well. Okay, yeah, yeah I was going to uh, say. That was one of the first things I did when I started my business was get a SCORE advisor. Okay. And super helpful. Helpful in a sense that kind of just like the overall general business acumen and kind of some of the nuances of starting a business and stuff like that. But yeah, I would say you still need to find somebody, especially you need to find mentors in your niche. Mm -hmm. You figure out your industry that you're going into, whether it's you know starting a podcast or having a subscription box. You need to find other people that are doing that and associate with those people so you can understand how that business works and how those people were successful. I agree. Let's talk more about the the idea of the subscription box service. How did uh, how did this come about? Let's talk about your actual product. What do you guys offer? I know you offer sort of different packaging deals for different themes or sort of things like that, but I'll let you do the explaining. So tell us tell us about the Blue Frog Party Club. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like trying to come up with the idea of my business, I was like, okay, what? Knowing that you're in a business. You know, whether you intend to sell or not, you know, to get it really successful, you know, you're looking at the five to ten year mark, right? Yeah. You're, you have to say, okay, this is something like I'm going to invest the next ten years of my life into. Like, what I, what do I want to spend ten years of my life, you know, focused on, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I love parties, not like going to the frat house and like getting choices. Like, I like having people over, entertain, showing, you know, hospitality. I'm from Texas, so I have. Southern hospitality ingrained in my roots, and I like to entertain my guests and make sure they have a great time when they come to my house. And so I wanted to figure out a way to to scale that so other people can have the same you know type of parties that I do, so that way they can have an awesome time with their guests. Because I think a lot of people they get frustrated with their parties, they get uh, frustrated with the whole process of planning a party and you know inviting people and the recipes and what to cook and you know the decorations and all this stuff. I think if people, you know, I want to create a solution that would help people have fun planning parties, but also have fun at the parties themselves. So that's kind of how Blue Frog Party Club was born. Nice. I like that. And so you guys, basically, so if somebody is having a party, they'll just go to the website or, I mean, how do they access you guys? Is it a website? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we so have a website, bluefrogpartyclub.com, and on there you can see all of our packages. So okay. last year was our first real year in business, so we only did a couple parties just to kind of test the waters and see see what people respond to. And mm-hmm. as we go along, we're going to just slowly add parties for every type of occasion and things like that. So right now we have like a Cinco de Mayo party, which is more like a fiesta theme party. It be good for any type of fiesta uh, or like taco theme party. And then we also mm-hmm. have St. Patrick's Day party, which will be coming up here in the next couple of months. So that's probably good to check out here soon. And then um, actually we're kind of, kind of going through a pivot right now. We're still going to be offering some of our traditional boxes, but what we're doing now is we're working with real estate agents to develop a closing gift. Nice. So when someone closes on a house, a lot of times they'll have a house rent party, right? Mm-hmm. So what better opportunity for a real estate agent to get access to that person's close network of friends, family, and neighbors than to go to the house rent party and be able to, you know, help the client have an awesome party and welcome them into the new home, but also happens to that personal network and generate more leads and do more business. Ooh, I like that a lot. <laughs> and I was thinking even then too, one step before that, you can set up like they can do an open house party with you guys too before they even find the people to buy. Open house definitely works. It's a little bit it's a little bit trickier. I think agents they want a out of the box solution no matter what they do because they don't have time. So it's a little bit more labor intensive and a little bit more local focus so you have to really know the local market you know what what sells houses in that area but it's definitely something that's on the, the whiteboard right now i like that so tell me more let's just say hypothetically somebody that's listening right now is thinking about some sort of box service uh sort of business structure what are some of the things what are maybe some of the challenges you face with that with this style of business i mean how does this even operate like how do, where do you get your boxes? How do you fill them? You know, what's the logistical side to your business? Is it is it tricky? Is it something that anybody can learn and figure out? Or um, give us give us a rundown on that. Yeah, so first thing I'll say is you can learn anything. I mean, you can get the skills you need to do anything that you can possibly think of, including watching a, a subscription box. I agree. But you have to understand that you have to understand the time that it takes to learn that skill set. So anything's going to take time, and you have to, as you're, you're building up a company, you have all these different like systems that you have to stand up, and it takes time to stand up the systems to, one, learn how to do it, and then put the systems in place. So you have to balance what skills do I need to learn myself with, what skills can I outsource, or bring someone on who has that skill set and can do that for me. Um, so for like a subscription box, the first thing you, you need to do for any business is test and find out the market fit, whether you have this product idea, are people going to pay for this product? And the sooner you can do that, the better, because it's going to save you a lot of heartache. And another book I'm sure you read is The Lean Startup. The Lean Startup, I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head, but... I have not. Uh, so The Lean Startup, it's all about creating a product and refining it you know, create a minimum viable product as early as possible, getting it into the customer's hands as early as possible so you can start the feedback loop. Yeah. That way, as you go, you're refining it, you're doing small batches until you get to a point where you can, you know, mass produce. And that way, you're saving time, you're saving money, you're, just, you're testing to see if this product is actually going to be something that people are going to pay for. Okay. And so when you do that, are you just starting in base, like, 
you just pick like a small area and you do everything there or you test certain smaller areas i mean how does that do you do you just it just depends yeah. i guess what you're doing and, and as, where you're located and stuff but as they say the riches are in the dishes so the more specific your product is, the better it is. So, like, for example, this house-warning party in Boston. First thing I did was, okay, you know, I like having parties, so what if I did a house-warning party? Okay, well, let's, let's near, neck that down even more. Who would actually pay for this? Well, it would be a real estate agent. So I went to a real estate agent and was like, hey, I've got this idea for a product. You know, this is what it would look like. I, I even, like, threw some stuff in the box and took it to a real estate agent and said, hey, if, if this was a product that you could give to your client, you know, at closing or after closing, is this something you would pay for? If so, how much would you pay for it? And almost every real estate agent I talked to were like, yes, definitely. I would I would buy 10 of those or I'm super interested in that. And that's kind of like, that was, once you start getting that feedback, that kind of clues you in that you're onto something. Yeah. And so from there, you start building out, you start sourcing products, you know, whether it's on, you know, you could go to Alibaba, you could go to, you know, a bunch of drop shipping sites, there's lots of ways to source products. We're not to get to that today, but you just start finding stuff at you know wholesale prices and start putting putting all these pieces together and figuring out where you're going to price this thing in at. And you take that information you get from the the ideal the ideal customer, and you you take that ideal price and you start to figure things out, kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Like, okay, what can I put into this box to add value, but keep it in under that price I'm trying to shoot for? Yeah. That makes sense. I was just thinking too about those. Remember those those things in the mail you get, like those catalogs that had a bunch of stuff like that. Like, I always felt like it was like an event planning type of magazine. I don't know. Maybe not everybody got those in the mail, but we used. To, my mom used to get those when we were little, and like my sisters and I, we'd go through those things all the time. But it was just catalogs of like random like party supplies and just. Uh, I forget what they're called, but the, I was just thinking about that the whole time. Like, ooh, picking and choosing, put them in the box. <laughs> yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's, that's really cool. That's what that's what kind of put me into this into this down this path. Is you, there's a lot of stuff out there that's themed and stuff like that, but no one's like brought it all together in one complete package. And so that's kind of what drove me to go with party in a box because I there, there's other parties in a box out there, but I think where we differentiate from the competition is that we do the, the whole concept. You're getting not just the supplies themselves, but you're getting a concept that you can that will guide you and sign up your partners that way. Your guests see how much effort you put into it, or perceived effort that you put into it when you really store your boxes through it all together. Yeah, I like that too. Is that something that you're kind of wanting in the future is like a consistent, I mean, this is a, a subscription deal, so... Ideally, are you going to have something around the calendar for, say, somebody that wants to just keep you guys year-round? I mean, is there going to be something like maybe one box a month type of deal? How does that work? Or what are the plans there? Yeah, so the plan is to, for our more traditional boxes, get to the point where we have a box for every month. Mm -hmm. And potentially, you know, two to three parties per month. Uh, the thing that you have to remember, there it takes... We don't we don't like to just throw a party out there, so it takes a takes a lot of time to like do the research, come up with the whole plan for the party, come up you know do the photography for it, do the recipes, do you know source the products and everything. So we're kind of just slowly doing one party at a time, right. and then eventually we'll have it where you can you know have a subscription and give one box a month for a quarter. You know a lot of people 
uh, would say some people would, you know, say they throw a party every month, but most people probably it's more like once a quarter, maybe once uh, once or twice a year. So right. you need to get to the point where you can have a subscription for what fits your lifestyle. Okay, I like that. I like the website too. Your website's really nice. I uh, I, I always. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I make all my own websites, so I always appreciate yep. a website. That, yep. Did you make this one? It looks really good. If you guys don't know, if you haven't checked it out, make sure it's it's just www.bluefrogpartyclub.com. Also, too, you guys can find Chris and Blue Frog Party Club online. Uh, you guys are on Instagram and Facebook. I know you have a YouTube channel. Uh, what uh, do you have on Twitter or anything like that as well that you want to promote? Yeah. So you can find Blue Frog Party Club on all the channels. Uh, we got it's all at Blue Frog Party Club. Uh, my Twitter, which is Blue Frog Party C, just because Twitter's and they're you know short handles. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can check us out. You check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. You know, check out the website, and you know, feel free to, to reach out, drop us a message. You know, slide into the DM as they like to say. Yeah, uh, we definitely like love to chat with you. And then I'm I'm actually you can also check me out on Instagram. Yeah, that's one thing too that I was going to touch on before we wrap up is what uh what additionally would you want to put out there for individuals that are in your shoes who might be sitting in their barracks right now or, or just somebody in the military or maybe not in the military even just somebody who just is getting out and wants to start a company. What would you guide them? I mean, I, my, my guidance is kind of what we already talked about. It's always like, hey, go check out this person. Go start reading these books or listening to these podcasts. But what would you really tell people out there that are listening that think that just because they're active duty, they might not be able to accomplish something? Yeah, I think it's, I think it goes, it's bigger than just a company. It's you're, whether you're on active duty or you're recently transitioned veteran or you know, veteran general, you know, you need to have something that, whether it's work or not, you need to have that one thing that's like, that gives you that outlet that, that you're pursuing, whether it's, you know, fitness or starting a company or, you know, some really cool, you know, she whiz hobby. Like, you need to find that one thing that kind of like, wow, this is, you know, makes you create something on a day-to-day basis. And um, if you're thinking about starting a company, you know, I would say it's first, like, get, get as much information as possible. Go into a, a learning mode. You know, crush podcasts daily, read a bunch of books, you know, start following people that, that um, inspire you to do um, kind of what they are doing, people that you want to kind of be like. And then over time, you're going to hit this point where you're just kind of like saturated with information, which is good. But then that's when it comes time to like make a decision. Mm-hmm. So the, the best thing you can do is once you have enough information, all right, it's time to take action, time to make a decision. I'm going to start this company or I'm going to, you know, do this, start this new hobby or start Whatever it is, it's time to, to make that decision, start taking action, and start pursuing it, you know, relentlessly. Yeah. People, you got to understand, you have to just act. You have to go. You have to take that leap. This is all going to be foreign to you. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. Trust me, it is. But you have to just have faith that the more persistent you are, the more this will just become a skill that you develop. It will be something that becomes second nature, just like driving a car or, you know, just like jumping out of a plane for the first time. You get all those jitters out of your system. And then the second time you're like, damn, let's let's go. Let's do it again. You know, this is fun. Exactly. And it's it's the same concept in the business world. I'm super addicted to just creating companies, 
watching businesses thrive, like learning how to make a business better. Those things are all addicting to me. So I'm, I'm sure that you can uh, you can attest to to that passion, Chris. But I want yeah, once once you start one business, you're like you see opportunities everywhere. And you're like, wow, I can I can totally you know start another business and do this or that. And you got you got to have to kind of sometimes bring yourself in once once you like adopt that mindset. Just your mind just starts going off and it's not only not only that but another thing too is you start surrounding yourself with more individuals who are doing the same thing exactly. and so then exactly. ideas get bounced off of one another and the problem is it's not just you and somebody shooting the shit over a beer it's like these ideas and these people are very dangerous in a sense of like okay these people put things to action so when ideas get talked about it can be very dangerous of like okay this might really be put to action because uh, winners, you know, like misery loves company. I think it goes the opposite too. Like successful people Absolutely. love other people who are willing to just hustle and get the job done and make make something happen. So it, it's a very cool once, world. Yeah, once you start going down that path, you're gonna slowly. I won't say you're gonna alienate people, but you know, you might be turn off some people who maybe don't have that mindset yet. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna start to attract other people who have that mindset. And if you start to surround yourself with those people, you're just going to feed off of each other's energy. And yeah. it's, it's what keeps you going. It's conversations like these that keep you going when things get tough, mm-hmm. whether in, in life or in the business. And uh, you have to, you know, depend on those people to push you through and, and to make it through. Exactly. The other side. I got your back, man. I am um, super appreciative of you coming and talking to me today on the show. Uh, I will leave the floor to you if you have anything additionally that you want to put out there. And then I will let you get back to your Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the, the last thing I'd say is, you know, you can do anything that you set your mind to. You just have to put in the time and the effort to do it. And, you know, if, if it's something that you really want to do, you'll figure out a way to do it. You just have to drive after a relentlessly, push yourself into those uncomfortable places. And, you know, you'll over time, you'll just get to this point where you're around the people that you want to be around and you're doing things that you want to do and it's a great place to be. Chris, I couldn't be more appreciative of you coming on the show. If you guys listening ever have a party, if you're thinking about throwing a party, why not support one of your own? It's a veteran-owned company and this guy's running it while he's still active duty. So it'd be awesome to show your support. Their website is very crystal clear. It's very simple. These things will pop up right on your doorstep. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't get much better than that. So, Chris, thank you again for coming on the show. And for everybody listening, this has been another wonderful episode of the Veteran Growth Podcast. You're tuning into episode 11. And stay tuned for episode 12. We'll see you guys later.